0: Hello, I'm Dango Rose and you're listening to the Mountaineer podcast in conjunction with the Mountaineer newspaper, the voice of the peak to peak, online and in print, brought to you by Mountain Vale Media. Now, listen in for the show. This is the Mountain Ear Podcast, and I'm Marianne Rosen, bringing you stories, history, or lore from or about the mountains you live in. Valentine's Day, a day for love stories, but the following is not your typical one. This is a story about the love of a house built in 1867 an opera house built in 1877, and two couples. We begin with the background of the house and the first couple. With over 150 years of history, the two-story gable front folk Victorian with classic columns at 201 Eureka Street in Central City was known as one of the most luxurious properties in the area. It was the first home in Central City to have indoor plumbing. The first owner was Judge Henry A. Hicks. He was appointed the county judge in 1893, was a school director in 1897, and elected the Gilpin County Attorney in 1900. In 1908, he moved his practice to Denver and sold the Eureka Street House, He remained connected to Central City, though, as a stockholder with the Rocky Mountain National Bank, which is located in the Teller House, another historic property in town. The second owners, Henry Pope Lowe and Maude A. Lowe, provided the true love story of the house. Henry Lowe was a mining engineer. He sold English mining stocks, managed and owned local mines, and turned abandoned properties into successful operations. His wife, Maud, nicknamed Lo and Behold, was known for her parties, cuisine, beautiful clothes, including the gloves she always wore, and her rose garden. She also gave readings of Christian science literature in German and was a member of the Ladies' Aid Society. Maud loved her husband, her gardens, her home, and Central City. Although they lived at 201 Eureka, they used Festival Hall across the street for their offices. When Henry died suddenly of pneumonia in 1920, Maud buried his ashes behind their home and moved across the street to Festival Hall, and with Henry gone, became reclusive. Until she passed away, Mrs. Lowe set the dinner table for two and kept Henry's hat and coat hanging in the front hall. In 1956, she donated Festival Hall to the Central City Opera and died a year later. Her husband's ashes were exhumed from behind 201 Eureka, and both his and Maud's ashes were scattered in her gardens behind Festival Hall. Before we continue on with the history of 201 Eureka Street and with the mention of the opera, this tale will change directions for the moment and talk about that opera. In 1877, only 10 years after 201 Eureka Street was built, the citizens of Central City and the area formed the Gilpin County Opera House Association in order to fundraise for the state of Colorado's first opera house. On a March evening in 1878, the opera house opened. Beneath ornate ceiling frescoes, rough and tumble benefactors filled the seats. Gold and silver nuggets showered the stage at the final curtain call, the first of many extraordinary stories to play out within the walls of the Central City Opera House. By the early 1900s, however, the Opera House was losing money and was turned into a movie theater. The building fell into disrepair after the movie theater closed, but the town's love of music, the opera, and the Opera House did not wane. In 1929, Music Lovers and the Central City Opera House Association formed to renovate and reopen the Opera House. With its refurbished frescoes and perfect acoustics, the House and Central City Opera reopened on Eureka Street in 1932. The opera is the fifth oldest professional opera in the country and first in Colorado. Lillian Gish and Beverly Sills are among those who have played there. 35 miles west of Denver, the Summer Opera Festival takes place 8,500 feet above sea level. The company maintains 27 Victorian-era properties, including the intimate 550-seat jewel box opera house, along with the Teller House and Festival Hall mentioned previously, and of course, that house on 201 Eureka Street. The 27 properties are the largest group of historically held properties in Colorado. In 1961, Helen K. Johnson, a philanthropist, and Arthur E. Johnson, an oil man, purchased the home at 201 Eureka and gifted it to the Central City Opera House. Coming to be known as the Johnson House, 201 Eureka has and still stands as a testament to love, loss, and resilience, and its connection to the opera is more than just sharing a street. A love affair with the house continued. Twenty years after the Johnsons donated the house to the opera, the home was lovingly restored by James Hartley of Hartley House Interiors and his wife Barbara the daughter of Helen and Arthur Johnson. They repaired and redecorated with wallpaper and coverings from the 1800s. Barbara Johnson Hartley, until her death in 2009, was a founding trustee of her parents' foundation. The Johnson Foundation has generously donated to many Colorado institutions, including, but not limited to, the Denver Zoo, Denver Art Museum, Colorado Symphony, Denver Botanical Gardens, and, of course, the Central City Opera House. In 2019, the Colorado Chapter of the American Society of Interior Designers with Great Affection reconditioned the Johnson House, bringing life into a historical piece of architecture. The space, since 1961, had become a space for the opera to hold events, parties, and to house overnight guests. Maintaining all its properties is a full-time endeavor for the opera. However, the town's love of these homes, historical properties, and the opera itself came into play as the American Society of Interior Designs brought together 18 interior design companies from across Colorado to revamp the Johnson House pro bono as a labor of love. The idea was to modernize but preserve history when restoring the house. It was redone room by room, assigning a different creator to each individual space with the idea of forming a space to be enjoyed by the community. For example, RDK Design designed and completed the entry and stairway portion using a neutral Victorian palette and old photos to redo the first impression room. Jennifer Madoff of Dragonfly Designs teamed with Jennifer Jelenic of JJ Interiors to turn a historic former dusty dated bedroom into a more up-to-date space for the local opera to entertain guests. These are just a couple of the 18 designers who took part The renovated space was unveiled in October of 2019 and now includes a state-of-the-art kitchen, fully functional bathrooms, and bedrooms fit for the finest of guests. The people who lived in and restored the Johnson House have poured into the walls the same love they held for the opera. When visiting Central City, be sure to tour the Johnson House. Take a historical walking tour of all of the Victorian-era buildings, and if you are there between June 29th and August 4th, get tickets for the 2024 summer season of the Central City Opera House with this year's productions of Gilbert and Sullivan's Pirates of Penzance, Puccini's The Girl of the Golden West, and Kurt Weill's American Opera Street Scene, the story of the Johnson House, the care of it, the love of it, the love for the opera, and the pioneers and couples who saw a future in Central City are all worthy Valentine's Day love stories. Until the next Mountain Tale. And that's it for our show. Subscribe online to get access to more news, weekly updates to our community calendar, and a link to our YouTube channel by visiting themountaineer.com. Be sure to use the coupon code PODCAST when subscribing for a 10% discount only available to our listeners. I'm Dango Rose. Thank you for listening.